and welcome to Cousin Chat, where we talk about what matters. I'm Donna, and today I have my cousin Kenyana with me. Kenyana, say hello to the people. Hello, people. And I also have my cousin Dayborn. Dayborn, say hello. Hello, everyone. Okay, folks, so we're just going to jump right in. First of all, thank you for listening today. Um, This episode is a reflective chat. So we're asking the question, who am I? Now, there are so many directions this chat can take, but I'll start with my first thoughts. So when I think of that question, who am I? I think the first tendency or what happens with me is that I list the things that I do. You know, I'm a teacher, I'm a choir member, a sister, an aunt, a Delta, et cetera. But that's just the surface. So then I have to start thinking, okay, well, if I didn't do any of these things or have any of those roles, who would I be? And that's where the real reflection comes in. And so, you know, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you ask yourself, the question, you know, who am I? Okay, so I will say, for me, the first thing that comes to mind is is everything familiar, so familial. So, child of God, child of you know Lolita and Et and grandchild of Rosalie and Edward and mm-hmm. all these other people and you know sister, cousin, whatever. Um, and, and mom, wife, you know. Um, so that's where I am right now. So, you know, then I start looking at, you know, the, the broader sense, you know, what, like you said, what organizations you're a member of and, you know, or what you do for work and, or who, who what do you do? Um, so, you know, I, I, because I'm kind of at this crossroads professionally, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in, uh, a position that, or been with the in the same industry for well over, going on now. I'd say probably about twenty five years in the same industry. Um, but I think that I'm I'm wanting to change direction. I'm, you know, doing a lot of prayer on that. So I don't know. So mm-hmm. when somebody says, well, "Who are you?" I don't know right now. You know, just that kind of we're rehashing that. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's where I am. It's, my, my answer has been truly just very spiritual and familial. I can't seem to go any, you know, beyond that right now, so. Okay, I understand. Okay. Very good, very good. I, w- I would say um, one thing when we ask, who am I? Like you both said, I'm an aunt or I'm a Delta or I'm a, you know, but we have to ask ourselves, if those people who gave me that label, if they weren't around, then who would I be? Mm-hmm. Jesus asked his disciples, he said, who does man say that I am? And they came back and they said, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah or Elias, some say you're uh, the prophet of old. But then he came back and said, no, who you say that I am? Um, so when we ask ourselves the question and we take everybody else out of the equation, uh, I'm not a manager. If these people weren't here, if I didn't have these people in my life, who would I then be? Because we take ourselves and say we're this and we're that based on somebody else's 
situation. You're a Delta donor because somebody back in 19, oh, what is it? 1913. 1913 decided they wanted to start an organization. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if that person never decided they wanted to start that organization, you couldn't say that you're a Delta. And a lot of times we don't look at who we really are because a lot of times it may not be that pretty. You know? Okay. It may not be as glamorous as we portray it to be when we really get down to the brass tacks, when we really get down to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Look at situations like even in the church where you have all of this nonsense that's coming out of the church. Now, of course, when they stand up on Sunday, they're apostle this and bishop that and this one and that one. But when they get home, they're snorting cocaine. When they get home, they have a porn addiction. Who are you really? Mm-hmm. Take the apostle off. Take this off. Take VP off. Who are you when you're all alone? Forgive this phrase, butt naked in the mirror by yourself. Mm-hmm. Who are you then? Once we can uncover that, and take away the fear of the of the um, or the stigma of who we may really say we are, then we can grow and become who we really want to be. And that takes some real self reflection. Like you really have to be honest with yourself. And I think sometimes people don't even take the time to do that, or don't do it often. And I'll speak for myself. I don't know when's the last time I've asked myself, who am I? You know what I mean? It's not a question that you ask yourself every day. It's usually, you know, during a workshop or some type of webinar or a conference where somebody's talking about that, you know, or maybe even a church Bible study, you know, it could, but it, it always seems like there's an occasion when someone is asking you to reflect and then you do some self-reflection and ask yourself, like, who am I? You know, and then even if, you know, if we're sticking with the church, I'll say church theme, you know, there's a song um, like I am who God says I am, or I want to see me how you see me, you know, th- those types of phrases. But for people who don't know how God sees them. You know what I mean? It's one thing for people to sing a song, but when you start really asking yourself, well, gosh, how does God see me? You know, I want to see myself like he sees me. You know, I am who God says I am, but who does he say I am? You know, when you really start reflecting it. And so it's like, you gotta you gotta go somewhere with that. You know, and sometimes where do you go with that? If someone were to ask you, you know, I know what the song says, I know what the cliches are, but I'm really trying to sit here and figure out the answer. Right, right. Because a lot of times we find comfort in how other people view us. Um, Like I have Darren sitting right here next to me. And I would love to believe that in his eyes, I'm the greatest guy in the world. But Darren may really sit back and say, you know what, you don't do enough for me. Um, I wish you would have done this. I didn't like when you did that. Darren is Dayborn's son. Go ahead. Yes, yes. I didn't like when you did that, Daddy. Maybe you could have come to me and talked to me a little bit more in in a gentle tone than when you yelled at me, Daddy. But I want to hold on to who I think he thinks I am. So once we can, like we said, get rid of, you know, the fluff, and really get down to the nucleus, get down to the core of who we are, 
that's when we can begin to be really who we want to be. Because I would love to think everybody loves me, but we all know that that's not the case, right? <laughs> oh, come on now. We love you, Dayboy. But how? But that's what you're talking about. We love you to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but so that journey of how do I find out who I am? How do you even begin that? That's a scary journey. And the way, Kenyana, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Let me tell you. So I'm going back to one of the previous uh, uh, sessions we had. For me personally, what I've had to do is go ahead. I am consulting with the director, um, the chief counselor. I am. I've had to, you know, take the script back to the director and say, you know, she told me this this is the end of this series okay so i don't really know what the next series is going to be so um i am at your disposal tell me where you need me to go how you you know what the scenery is let me know what the scene is where you're gonna place me uh and 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 help me to be ready to to do whatever it is it, that is unfolding right now, and 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 so that's that's where I am right now. The other, I, I want to tell you, um, I don't know if any of you saw this summer on HBO had a, a, a series called Lovecraft Country, um, very sci-fi. So probably not Donna. You know, but, I didn't um, see it. <laughs> but I have to tell you, it was very interesting. There's this one part. Well, one of the uh, main characters gets sucked into some kind of like black hole portal or whatever she wakes up and she's in this room and the person that comes to her is a very large black woman like she's almost like seven eight feet she's you know she's tall and and wide and she comes to her and she goes who are you and she goes well where am i i don't know i don't, I don't know i don't know and, and lady goes okay i'll come back tomorrow and she walks off and she there so it's like one or two uh, uh, shows that this goes she goes deeper into this and you come to find out or at least the way i interpreted it as the 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 large woman that comes to see her is the universe and is waiting for her to name who she is because the moment she does that it's like all these doors open up to all these different opportunities and it was just mind blowing and so I really think a lot of times that's what God is waiting for some of us to do, to be firm in who we are, because he, remember now, he has known us. When I say he knows us, God has known us from, from the womb. He's, he's, he's formed us in his image. He knows us from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. He knows everything about us. So he's waiting for us to say who we are because he knows what we can do, what we're capable of, but we have to, we have to walk through that door. As you hear people say all the time, doors are presented to us all the time. Are we going to walk through it? And so, you know, I'm, like I said, for me, I'm in a holding pattern personally, Mm. but I am waiting. I, but I am talking to him. I'm chief counselor. I'm, I'm talking to the chief counselor so that I can know, you know, what my direction is. And And when we ask the question, when we ask the question, who am I? We are who we say we are. Whether that's good or whether that's bad. Whether you say, oh, I'm the greatest person in the world or I'm just the scum on the bottom of someone's shoe. You are what you put out. 
So if I put out great energy, you have to understand we're spiritual beings, we're energy beings in a physical experience. So if I'm putting out great energy, if I'm putting out the frequency of my words, I am this, I am that, I am this, I am that. Frequency and energy, they match each other. So whatever I put out is what's going to end up being my reality. Even if I don't see it at this moment, if I speak it. Remember, how did God create everything? He didn't snap his fingers. He didn't cross his legs. He spoke. He said, let there be, let there be, let there be. But before he spoke it, he had to think it. So we have to first think we are what we want to be and then say we are what we want to be or who we are. And then we can begin to manifest what may not actually be going on right then and there. Like Kenyana's situation, she said she's in a holding pattern. But guess what she did say? She said she consulted the director and she's allowing the director to guide her path. She's not going out doing everything on her own and saying, oh, I know my worth and I know it. And I'm going to snap my fingers and, 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 and twist my neck. No, she's doing everything in the right way. So when we can sit back and say, I am who I know I am, you may not see it. Even when I look in the mirror, I may not see it, but I'm going to say it and I'm going to be it. Right. That's it right there. Because words have power. I'm very careful about the words I speak. And I'm also mindful of the words that I hear people speak around me regarding my situations. Like, don't I don't want any negativity around me at all. None. Even if you think something is not going to go well and it even looks like it's not going to go well, I don't speak it. I speak nothing but positivity. And, you know, people, sometimes it may look corny on TV when you see people reciting affirmations in the mirror or putting little sticky notes of positive messages around. So, you know, things that they say every morning. That is not corny. That is not silly. And it is not stupid. A positive affirmation that you say daily, or, you know, you have something deep in your spirit that you believe about yourself or that you believe will manifest. There's nothing negative about that. There's nothing silly about it. And, you know, I think for people, you know, the past, here has been very difficult for some people. And so there are a lot of people who may be in a dark place. Even if you just start with saying something positive every morning, there's, look, I, I was going to say, you know, try to find something good. But if you woke up, that's something good. So even if you just wake up and the first thing you say is thank you, Lord, for another day. That's just, you know, and just thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for allowing me to see the sunshine. You know, just any anything that can bring some positivity or some light to your life, do it. And it doesn't matter what other people say, but you say affirmations in the morning. Why do you say, look, you have to live your life, you know, and go ahead. I I like that. I like that, especially because you have to protect your energy. You know, and I think that's one of the things that I, um, I had been expending a lot of energy and I had not been paying enough attention to realizing, okay, you're, I'm running low or I need to recharge. I had definitely, because we talked about that before with the, the, the pandemic, I felt like this was definitely a, a time to kind of reset and recharge. And what I had been doing was a whole lot of resetting. Definitely. I signed up for different classes to learn to do this, that, and the third and try stuff out. And it got to the point that my husband was like, uh, you sure you have enough 
energy to do that? Do you have enough time? He saw it before I did. Mm-hmm. He saw that I was wearing myself out. And I'm like, no, you know, I want to learn this. And he's like, yeah, I understand you want to learn it. But do you have time? Are you sure you have time to do this? And, you know, then now it's, you know, I'm at the point where it's just like, I'm, I, I, I started getting um, very irritable, you know, and trying to figure out why do I feel this way? Why do I feel just burnt out? You know, and it's just, um, yeah. And so, you're not an irritable person. Like that's not your no, natural. No, it's not my natural thing, thing at all. No. Mm-hmm. no. But you um, know, go ahead. No, but so that's the other, the other thing is that I've started to realize, okay, well, maybe my threshold is not what it used to be. Um, and that, I think that was something when you, when you start realizing, okay, well, I'm cha- I started to realize I'm changing mm-hmm. and I start, I need to realize uh, what my limitations are or, ex- and accept them. Mm. Um, and that this may be a new person. I'm gonna yeah. love myself anyway, right? Um, because that's the kind of person I am. Mm-hmm. But it has been for me. The other thing is that I, I know that I'm in a, a state of mourning because you know I'm gonna miss the other person. And when it was trying to do everything, but girl, I'm getting old. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, Dayborn. Yeah, and I'll say this. Um, the question, this just came to me, the question that we asked or we posed today was, who am I? Well, if we change the order of those last two words, we get who I am. When we get to the point where we already have asked the question, who am I? And then we start using the statement, who I am. That's when we can get to a better place in ourselves. I think back to the Bible where 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 uh, God spoke to Moses and said, "Tell the Hebrew, tell 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 the people that I am, that I am." In other words, He was saying, "I'm everything that you need. You need protection right now. I am. You need you need food right now. Manna from on high. I am. You need provision right now. I am." And when we understand that the same Spirit that God has lives and dwells in us, we can Mm -hmm. then say, oh, I don't have enough for the rent. I am. And your I am can mean whatever it needs to mean for your particular situation. Kenyana, you said you're going to miss the new person. You are the old person. person. Mm -hmm. You are already the new person. That new person is already manifested. It's just waiting on you to catch up. So once we figure out that I am all that I need, we can be all we want to be. All right. I am in agreement, brother. And I am too. (laughs) I'm with you. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I really hope you enjoyed this chat and that you, you know, really got something out of it. If you would like to follow Cousin Chat on um, social media, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you'd like to listen to our episodes, they can be found on CousinChat.com. That's C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T.com. For our takeaway, we always have a takeaway. And so for today, I would just say, you know, we're talking about, you know, who am I? You know, be yourself. Nobody can be you better than you. But the first part of that is just taking some time to reflect before you start trying to get on this journey of who you are, because you're going to, it's going to take some reflection to even get started on that journey. But you can do it and it will be worth it. 
it will be worth it. And any other um, takeaways to add to that? You buttoned it up nicely. Thank you. <laughs> you did an awesome job as always. Oh, I thank you, cousins. Well, so that's it for this episode of Cousin Chat. So till we come back, just please think about everything that we've said today. I'm Donna. I'm Kenyana. And I'm Dayborn. And this has been another inspirational episode of Cousin, Cousin Chat. Chat. All right. Be <laughs> blessed, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.